Welcome to Wine, Spirits, and and Witches. Witches. This is Monica. And this is Shauna, and we're your High Priestess for this evening. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good now because I'm I'm drinking my my little wine. Okay. I'm feeling all all relaxed and stuff like that. It's uh it's my Friday today. Okay. So this was like the end of the work week for me and I could feel it. I could feel the weekend from a mile away and I was getting very anxious to start it. Why? I don't know. I'm just really excited about recording this and then hanging out with the dogs. There you go. There you go. Yeah, so and tonight I'm drinking, speaking of the Chardonnay, it's called Happy Hour Chardonnay. I got it at Trader Joe's, and I picked it purely because the label's all retro-y looking. Yes, you it know? is. It's very cute. I'm in a really like retro kind of mood lately, so that's why. And it's got a lot of like sweet berry-ish kind of taste, but it's not. it doesn't taste like juice the way that like Stella does. Mm. So it still does taste like a Chardonnay, but generally when it comes to wines, I only like the darker ones. And so this one actually isn't too bad. It is sweet and stuff like that. So I'm enjoying it. I'm going to be sipping on my Baileys tonight because I'm still trying to get back into my body after my surgery and all that stuff. So I'm kind of like taking it easy, a little easy, you know, because I don't feel my stomach is a little messed up. And so, so no Jaeger shots today. No, <laughs> nothing like that. I'll, Thank I'll you. bring the Jaeger and Red Bull for next week. Yeah. And we'll just we'll fucking party it up. Yeah, I, I, I just got to feel back to normal again. If if you want to ever call me normal, that is. No, I don't. I don't think that was a word I would use to describe you. But yeah, but I think you're walking really good. Are you feeling like in comparison to like? pre-surgery to now how we doing much better today's a month since my surgery i had it on the 29th so it's a one month today so i think i'm doing fairly well walking pretty good and yeah i think it's still i just like i gotta get used to this foreign object in my body that must be a really bizarre sensation it is is it it is really i don't even know what that would feel like hopefully none of us will ever have to but i'm just glad i don't have any more knees to do this (laughs) is true (laughs) because i would be like Holy shit. They're done now. They're, They're done. done. They're it's, done. It's and I'm going to keep moving. That's all I know. Yeah, we got we got to get you all ready to walk because we apparently set it in motion when we recorded with Taddy the other night uh, that we're going to Florida. Yeah, we're going to be going all over. Yeah, yeah. so it's it, it's going to start. We are going to hit one of them by the end of 2020. I don't know where it is. Hopefully it's Florida. I really want to go see that doll. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. That would totally be Ricky's fun. Ricky's going to be really mad at us about the doll. He will just like sit at the airport and like wait for us or something like that. <laughs> yeah. He is not in agreement about uh, going to see the doll that's okay that's okay we'll go see the doll. we be, buy replicas of them we could buy ricky one for his birthday i'm just saying <laughs> i don't know so tonight uh we have a really cool subject that you propose that we talk about and i'm excited about it and we're calling it close encounters of the spiritual kind yes indeed because sometimes and I know a lot of you, our listeners, someone out there had to have some of these experiences where um, you come in contact with a, a being, whether it's a human or it's an angel in disguise. A human? A human. What's a human? <laughs> a human. <laughs> and, um, and there's like messages that are being said or they tell you something that's really cool or... And I've had several, and I I can't wait till my next one because I've been it's I'm long overdue to be honest with you. It's been quite a few years since my last one, but I've had some amazing encounters with with whatever beings they are that in the flesh, you know. So, you know, when you called me and told me about this topic to talk about, I was like, okay, let me think about my experiences. And I've realized that with all the weird shit that goes on in my life, you think I'd be encountering these motherfuckers really often, and I don't. And I kind of got mad at my spirit guides. And I'm like, really? Really? This is how you're going to do me? I'm like, well, this isn't okay. Yeah. So I have placed my order because I was like, that's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. But so we're talking about encounters in the flesh and like weird things that have happened. But what ways can you get visited by spirits because i bet that a lot of our listeners think that they never have had an experience or think they've only had one and i think that after listening to this they'll we'll get like some emails from people being like you know what i didn't even think about it but yeah, there was this, this is one what time. happened yeah. yeah well you know they can come in the form of i guess they can come in the form of dreams as well but um my favorite ones are the ones you have in person 
you know, that are actually that leave you like, what the hell just happened? What was that, you know? Yeah. I well, because I think those are more, obviously, they're more real world, so they feel more, like, solid. The less room for you to be like, oh, well, it wasn't real. Oh, it was my yeah. imagination. Like, a lot of times when we do, like, path workings or guided meditations, you know, you, you can have experiences, but there's always that, like, little sliver of doubt Yes. In your head. Yes, there is. There's yeah. always that little. But the best part is when you have witnesses around you that they also see and witness what's going on. Yeah, because then you're not going to feel crazy. Yeah, then you could say, "Oh my God, see, there were other people here." So, yes. So, what is what is your favorite spirit encounter? I don't know. I think all the the three major ones that I've had are all my favorites because they just they just left me like flabbergasted, basically basically flabbergasted i can see that so okay then what was your first one what was the first okay. one you ever remember the very first one i had had to be 2003 and my middle daughter was having a baby and she was having a craving and it was i'll tell you the date because i remember it like yesterday it was march 18th 2003 and i went to subway to get her a sandwich because that's what she wanted and this day happened to be extremely windy and I know you don't like the wind but I mean that wind was blowing up a storm so I got the sandwich I'm coming out of the subway store and as I push the door the door flies open and and almost hits this little I got I call a babushka lady because little kerchief on the head little short lady all in black the waddle the whole kit and caboodle so as I'm coming out the door flies open, almost hits her, and I am very apologetic. And I say, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. It wasn't me. It was the wind. I'm so sorry. I apologize. And she comes back with, it's okay, honey. It's okay. And I say, okay, sorry again. So then she waddles a little bit in front of me, and she turns, and she looks at me, and she says, it's time. And I go, time for what? And my mind is racing. Like, what is she telling me? The baby's coming. What is she telling me? And I go, what do you mean? You know, honey, you know. And I'm following this little, this little babushka lady <laughs> down the down the like path there. And I keep on saying, time for what? I don't know what you're talking about. You know, honey. That would drive me fucking um, crazy. Okay, so finally, <laughs> I get to the end of this little sidewalk thing, and I just stop and ponder, what is she trying to tell me? And when I look again. She's nowhere to be found. She's disappeared. So I just, to this day, I What the fuck was it time for? What was the message? What was she trying to tell yeah. me? I don't know. I you really don't know. All that fucking buildup. And, and I don't <laughs> know. I still don't know. So that was that drove me crazy. But all I know is trying to associate it with something that happened the day before. The day before... I went to a lecture and saw Ted Andrews in, in lecture, and we were very good friends. And uh, he was leaving to go back to his hometown on that next day. And I just kind of took it that, I he don't know, he was time, he time, yeah, it was time for him to go home. I mean, I could not figure it out. I mean, I even asked Ted Andrews later on, and he, he didn't have any answers for me either. So that was just left me puzzled and bizarre and looking in the way and my hair blowing in the breeze and the winds and me standing there looking like a fool because I had no clue what this little lady and what the message was. You know what? I just like, as you said that you painted this whole scene in my head mm -hmm. of you like walking down the sidewalk following this this little lady yeah. like draped in all black as yes. she's saying that. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, like, what the hell? Yeah. With your Italian hands flaring everywhere yeah. as you talk. Yeah. yeah. No. You know, okay. So, first of all, I don't doubt that that was a spiritual experience because spirits got jokes that only they think is fucking funny. Like, no one thinks that's funny when you say some weird shit and you send this odd little old lady to say it's time and then just never specify what time it is. I know. It was but just... They, I can see how, like, the spirits would think that's funny because that's, like, the spiritual sense of humor, right? Well, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but, like, how, how do you... Like, was there, like... A feeling with it or like how do you know it wasn't just like a crazy person basically. no it wasn't a crazy person it was definitely i mean the thing that convinced me is after i pondered and stopped for one minute one couple of seconds and lifted my head again she was nowhere to be found she was gone disappeared okay. yeah that would be a good indicator right mm -hmm. that would be like something like okay 
now what the hell I mean that like really plagued me for years so I actually had another little babushka lady uh, encounter years later now I don't know the year of this one but I was teaching at a dance studio that had this huge picture window right right mm-hmm. in North Hollywood and I was straddled to a seat watching my girls do pirouette turns and I had told them you know, because they always wanted to hear spooky stories from me. It was really, Miss Monica, tell me a scary story. So I would tell them some weird story, right? <laughs> so I, they already knew about uh, the babushka lady. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm sitting there, and I look out to to the uh, the window, and there's a, not the same babushka lady, another different-looking babushka lady, and she's looking in this big-picture window, and I go, Oh my God, it's the babushka lady. And all the kids look over there and they're like, oh, well, this babushka lady comes walking in to the dance studio. She comes walking into the studio. As soon as she walks in, half the kids on the floor run to the back, to the back <laughs> of the back, in the back of the way. Oh my God. Down the hall in the back. The other ones froze in their spot. So I'm like, okay. So now you know which ones were witches. <laughs> I'm waiting for the message now. I'm going to wait here. I'm going to just wait until she says something to me. I'm just going to wait. So she looks down the hall, and the same outfit, like, you know, the, the kerchief, the black outfit, short little lady waddling. She looks in the room, and behind me, of course, if you're if you're familiar with any dance studio, there's mirrors all over. Mm-hmm. And she comes walking toward me. Now, my back is to the mirror because I was straddling the seat. She comes walking into the classroom, like, what the hell, you know? And she goes up to the mirror and she puts her face, like bumps her face into the mirror. Yeah, like because, you know, mirrors are portals. Yeah, so she thought she was just going home. She thought she was just going home, okay? Oh, my God, that's so creepy. So then I'm like, okay, I, I was frozen in my chair waiting for her to say something after she banged her head against the mirror a few times and didn't work. She stopped, and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to hear the message. Turned around. And walked waddled out. Waddled down to the end of the classroom, looked down the hall at the girls. Turned to the right, walked out the door. The kids came flying down the hall, running, running, running. We all went outside. Gone. Gone. Dude, what? Gone. Gone. Okay. And so- I have witnesses that could back up my story that is so like something out of like a fucking scary movie like i can see that being like one of the weird spirits like walking around a house and like insidious or the conjuring yeah but like just bizarre that you know what that's just that's so well that one's kind of unnerving because she didn't talk to you or anything she She didn't say one word nothing walked into the mirror like she like she was like okay here we go here we can go do you think that like she was like a spirit that was possessing like an old lady and like it forgot it was in like flesh and bone and thought it could just like float into probably, the mirror probably because i mean they appear you know they they can appear human like you know angels come in human form as well yeah you know so oh, real quick because you you touched on an interesting thing with mirrors so let's kind of expand on that one a little okay. bit yeah um so mirrors are used as portals to the spirit world. Correct. And that is one of the reasons why black mirrors are really good for scrying, right? Exactly. Yes. So we've talked about scrying a lot on the show and how you can see things in literally everything. And that's what lends you to be such a good tea leaf reader. Right. So explain to us how a black mirror works. Would, yeah. Well, a black mirror is very much like a crystal ball, except that it's darker, of course. You're going to get the same kind of energies with the black mirror that you do with the crystal ball. You're going to start to see movement. You're going to start to see images. You're going to start to see faces. But you need to be persistent, just like with the crystal ball, because sometimes it doesn't come that easy. You have to really practice and really um, just like let, you know, be in a very relaxed state, put the lights off, and just let your eyes gaze into the black mirror and see what happens. And some, you know, every time I've done a scarring class, I've been very lucky because all of my students have seen in the crystal ball as well as the black mirror. So, I mean, I'm pretty lucky because it took me a while to even see something in the, in the crystal ball mirror. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I think it's pretty hard. It seems form. like it really is. Yeah. I've, I've played with a black mirror before um, just to see what I could see. I had like 
someone told me to do it like you have to have like a candle lit oh yeah have a candle lit next to it angle yeah or something to like get like a reflection going on it right and um I don't know. I mean, I got pretty spacey. I felt like something was happening. You know, when you can feel yourself like going yeah. into that state, like I felt something, but I, I can't remember if I saw anything. I'm guessing not if I didn't don't remember it. Right, but um, right. so we can use mirrors, though, as a way to go in and out of spirit worlds and stuff like that. Is there anything ever like when you've worked with black mirrors that you would have to worry about like a, a spirit coming through it well i mean i mean we have when i was in the class i mean a lot of people saw faces and some of the faces weren't too benevolent mm-hmm. you know they were a little scary and i just when that happened i said how are you how are you feeling about this and if they were scared i told them to relax their gaze and and turn away for the mirror and what do you do with the mirror like at that point now that you've pulled something spooky into it what do you do now like cover I, it up or what well yeah i can just cover it up and start again mm-hmm so I, I just, if anything like that ever comes through and you feel uncomfortable, just pull your gaze away and just turn, like shut it down for temporarily. Yeah. Because yeah. mirrors are seen as portals. That's why I like another thing, like I've done a lot of ghost hunting mm-hmm. back in my day and um, I will never buy secondhand mirrors. Like really? I'm all about thrifty everything. I'm not about secondhand mirrors because you never know what someone's done with the mirror. You don't know where the mirror's been. Yes. And you can definitely like, enchant them and use them for that. Not that I'm recommending that, especially if you don't know what you're doing, because, you know, you got to be careful when you knock on doors, because you don't know if the boogeyman's going to answer, okay? That's right. And That's right. I think I'd much rather deal with a human boogeyman than a spiritual one, because those ones are a lot harder to fucking get rid of. I do have one secondhand mirror, but I bought it when I was with you and the rest of our coven, right. and so I had a whole gaggle of witches with me, and not one person was like, oh, heebie-jeebies. No. But I still went home. I covered it up in a cloth for three days. I put some like psychic protection oil on it and lemon juice, and then after like three days, then I was like, all right, now I can un- uncover it and hang it up and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mirrors, mirrors can get weird, especially broken mirrors. Well, you never want to keep a broken mirror. Well, no, you never want to keep a broken mirror and bad luck and this and that. But um, I've always been told that like, and Griffin says this. This is where I learned it from. Um, what's broken in this world works in the next and that's one of the reasons why there's all these stories of people like becoming blind or something and then all of a sudden they have their second sight and shit but basically like i i talked to him about it and a couple other people because when i first moved into my house in my hallway we had these sliding glass doors on our hall closet and they were broken and they were fucking weird they got they just had the weirdest feeling even my mundane friends that just are not psychic at all could tell that there was something up with those weird ass mirrors mm-hmm. and i tried to cleanse them with like i think sea salt and water once and then ricky came home and he said something weird about it like like he was like half asleep or something was up and he was like trying to walk to the bathroom and it was the way he said it that was weird he says there's something in the mirror that wants me to think it's a lady in a dress and i'm like that is the weirdest way to fucking say something uh-huh. and i'm like i'm not even messing with these mirrors anymore and i just took them out of the house oh good yeah yeah, yeah. That's the a, ones in the hallway? Yeah. yeah. Those things were weird. I did a house cleansing once because people, they were having some weird stuff going on in the house. In the backyard, you know? Oh, God, don't tell me that. Still back there. All right, we're going to throw those away. And um, when I was going through the house, she had this huge mirror at the top of a, uh, the staircase, which, like, sent chills down my spine. So I told her to cover it up for a while. Yeah. Yeah, cover it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good thing to do. Just, like, while we're... Because I'm sorry. I think you've just permanently scarred me of thinking of this little babushka lady <laughs> fucking just walking into a random dance studio and just walking into a mirror. It was like, Whoa. Yeah, oh my what God. person, what normal human being would walk into a dance class in the middle of a class? Yeah, I mean, that that you'd have to be well, like, you know, you know, mental or something. I don't know. But she might have been, and that's my thing. No, is, she wasn't. I'm so, I think everyone's crazy. I don't have a high opinions of humans because I think dogs are better than people. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I always kind of go like, well, are you crazy? Are you on drugs? Are you this? Are you that? But like, that's just really weird. Yeah. Like, and I feel like you would know if the person was like on something yeah. or, you know, and no, she straight out was just, I, my, my personal opinion was that she forgot she was still like inside of a meat suit Yes, and just was like, oh cool, I'm gonna go home now yeah, and like I'm ready forgot, to go. Yeah. And then just like bumped in the mirror and was like, oh fuck. It I was forgot. just the weirdest thing. It she was the weirdest thing. You know what I think is even worse? They both came, like, as now I'm going to call them Babushka ladies. Thank you. And I'm just imagining, like, this, like, someone that's an artist needs to paint this, like, this creepy little sea of, like, Babushka ladies with, like, glowing eyes and then just paint Monica in the middle. You know, and, you know, they have the, like, the little, like, you know how some, um, 
older people like have mustaches and a little gristle, you know, because they're they're hairy, you know. Because mm-hmm. you know. they yeah. ate some tweezers. Oh God, <laughs> it was just the most bizarre thing. But uh, that one, never, I did can. Did anything happen? Anything funky no, around that time? No, not really. Like... I mean, I don't remember. It was. It was. I mean, it was after two thousand and three. I know that. I don't exactly know the year, but uh, not that I can recall. To be honest with you, not that I can recall. So. In cases, like, obviously there was time for something with that first one. Yeah. And you just, you obviously just missed that, that train, whatever that yeah. was. Yeah. Um, when was, when was your grandson born? He was born in 2003. So no, this no, one, that when? April that... 8th. Okay. That was March 18th. That was, and he was born April 8th. Do, was it time? Like, was he overdue? Yeah, he was due. No, he was due. He, he was due. Oh, so he maybe was she was, time. maybe she was uh, telling you that it was time for him? Maybe. I mean, maybe, but... But I was supposed to know. She said, you know, honey. And I didn't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Tell me. I can see you say that all out of it. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, Promise really Promise me fussy. that when you're old that you'll just do weird shit like that. Especially to, like, new coven <laughs> members or like, people that come into Green Mountain. You can fuck with my kids like that. Like, I need, like, you have some kind of weird, profound spiritual <laughs> message. Like, some weird shit. Like, I need you to do that. It's important. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I have it on recording. I will. All right. Um, you know, I mean... A little less um, dramatic than that is when I first moved here and I was at uh, managing Spellbound West, a little metaphysical store, um, I had this guy come in with a crystal ball and he wanted me to buy the crystal ball. And I said, no, I wasn't interested. When he left, there was a woman in the store that said to me, you need to get that ball. That belongs to you. And I was like, really? She said, yeah. So I ran after the guy, and I said, okay, I'll buy the ball, but I have to pay it off. So that was a kind of like a message, too. But she was just, a, I mean, mm-hmm. she saw something or... and so I have it? Yeah, that's the one that's on my mantle. Oh, okay. So I had this ball that absolutely did nothing. I tried looking into it and blah, 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 blah. Nothing, 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 nothing for years. And then, da 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 my grandkids were over. It was late one night. And they were like kind of sleeping on the couch. The mom and dad went out. So I lowered. It was around Halloween, and I decorated my mantle with purple and green little lights. Purple and green. All the other lights were out because they were trying to sleep, and I was trying to keep it dark. And I was on my iPad. Well, I gazed up, and much to my surprise, that damn thing was glowing orange. And I have a picture of it to prove it. I remember. remember? This. Yes, I do. And I was like, holy. Fuck, I better take a picture of this because no one's going to believe me. Now, it wasn't reflecting any of the color lights, the little string lights I had, and all the other lights were out, and it was mm-hmm. glowing like the sun. It was amazing. But in my picture that I, I have, it, it looks still yellow. It looked like fiery, though. It looked yeah. like it was like catching a candle flame. And I was like, holy cow. Holy cow. That's pretty cool. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I have one more intense one, which I, I haven't shared with too many people. I do share that story once in a while because it was so intense. Mm-hmm. Um, it blew my mind, and I didn't think anybody would believe me anyway. So this is when um, I was working at the store. It was a Sunday afternoon. I'll never forget. There were a few psychics by the, uh, um, the apothecary hanging out and a whole bunch of uh, customers in the store, and then a bunch of um, young adults came into the into the store there were a bunch of them there were like three or four that came in so i'm looking at them i'm behind the counter just observing everybody no one's like needs help or whatever and i notice this one guy and he is so beautiful he's 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 just beautiful he had ruddy skin he was angelic looking in the face okay I'm going to stop you. What does that mean? Because every time I see, like, paintings of angels, they're, like, chubby. They got, like, those baby fat no, faces. No, ruddy means, like, this, this, like, red redness to their face. No, you said, like, angelic in the face. Oh, angelic, like, just beautiful. Like, I mean, you ever see a, a guy that's, like, wow, it's, like, perfect. The features like Jason are Momoa? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. And my, my darling <laughs> husband. So, so, anyway, I'm looking at this guy, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's so beautiful. Then I'm yelling at myself, you know what? Stop robbing the cradle. Obviously, he's You gone. dirty old Why lady. Why are you thinking things, things like this? <laughs> so he makes his way over to the counter, and I just got this feeling like I couldn't put my finger on it. I don't know if, what I was feeling. I don't know if it was good, bad. 
I just had this weird feeling, and um, he wanted to see the Athamis. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I don't know if this guy is crazy. What am I picking up here? Yeah. If I if he's gonna like grab the Athami and stab me, I mean, I didn't know. So I went into the case and I handed him the Athami and That's I. Amazing. And I stepped back, <laughs> and he was looking at it, and he was telling me how beautiful it was and how it, a good price it was. And then he proceeded to ask me, do you have any swords? And I said, swords? No, 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 we don't have any swords. He's like, oh, okay. So then he goes about his business. He's walking around the store. The people who I thought he came in with um, left, so he was not with that crowd. Now, he happened to have on, I think he had a Lakers uh, top on and jeans. I mean, that's what he was wearing. Mm -hmm. So he made his way back around again. And in the back room of the store, we have classes. And there was a class going on. And he proceeded to ask me what class it was and who was teaching it. And I told him what the class was and uh, who was teaching it. And I kind of felt compelled to ask him, why would you, do you want to teach something? I don't know what compelled me to ask him. And I said, no, I said to him, why, what would, you, what would you teach? And he said. That is not something you would ever ask a random person. No, it's not. And he said, what would I teach? What would I teach? And I was like, uh-huh. And he goes, oh, oh, my, my, my knowledge is so fast, I don't know what. I was like. How old was he? He looked like he was about 28 years old. Okay. So young. So I was like, oh, okay. So then. I noticed he had a red string tied around his wrist. Mm -hmm. And I know that from Santeria, that means that, you know, you're you're connected to a certain saint. Mm -hmm. So when a certain saint, and you know, when you get your saint in Santeria, they have co certain colors. Okay, and then you can like wear it. Like, you yeah, wear you wear it. For it. So okay. I said, oh, I said, who's your saint? I noticed, you know, and he said, my saint? I said, yeah, he goes, my, like, he's like, my saint, my saint, and I'm like, yeah, he goes, well, the Lord Jesus Christ, of course, and I said, of course, he yeah. goes, by the way, and he sticks out his hand, and he goes, my name is Michael, and when I shook his oh hand, my God. my knees buckled, and I was like, holy fuck, so anyway, dude, that just gave me chills, like, I, mean, I have I mean, chills it, with it you was fucking just, saying that, so anyway, he made his way around, and he left, uh, 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 he left the store, Mm -hmm. I walk over to the apothecary where the psychics were hanging out, and I said, hey, guys, did you see that guy? And they go, what guy? <laughs> and I was like, that guy that was just in here with that, that shirt on, the yellow shirt? And we, um, no, I didn't notice him. I was like, okay. So do they just think that you're just over there talking okay. to yourself? <laughs> so that night, I lay in my bed, and I, I'm, I'm just laying there contemplating that encounter, and all of a sudden, I fucking spring up, like like uh, like right out of a jack in the box and I'm like, "Oh my god. He gave me every fucking clue there was that who he was." Monica, you were literally flirting with a fucking archangel. No shit. You so, got hit on by an archangel. No, he You're wasn't flirting shit. with me. That he was kind of flirty though. I was kind of like I overwhelmed by it. I was like, "He asked me, "Do we have any swords?" Mm -hmm. Of course, what's connected with Archangel Michael the sword? Red, he represents the South Quarter, the redness, mm -hmm. and his knowledge is so vast, he don't know what he would teach. I was blown away. I was like, and oh my God. And his saint is Jesus Christ. And his saint is God's right. right-hand man, yeah. So a couple of days later when I went back to the store, I was talking to my friend who was the site, and I told her the story, and before I got anything out of my mouth to end the story, she goes, that was Michael, and he was for me. I said, he wasn't for you, he's for me. I was talking to him. That was no message for you. You're full of shit. So anyway, she confirmed it before. Like a dynasty yeah. episode, bitch. My bitch. God. Bitch. I mean, but look at Angel Michael's got some fucking cat bites going on for him. So, I mean, I was so touched by that episode. For months after that, people were telling me, oh, my God, you look so good. You look so happy and you're so alert. You touched by an I angel. Was, <laughs> I was totally touched by an angel. But I always like, um, I was, that, that's my favorite angel, Archangel yeah, Michael. I really love him. I work with him all the time. Yeah. That was just an amazing, amazing encounter. Do you feel like since that ha That's fucking cool, by the that way. That was so... It was so amazing, that's Shauna. It was so, so, cool. so amazing. You know, you've told me that story before, and 
I don't, I, ever since you told me that, I've been a little bit more aware. Because, you know, sometimes you just meet people and you get, like, a weird feeling and you're like, are you cool? Are you crazy? Why right, Why are right. you, like, why is my spidey sense tingling? Um, but ever since you told me that, like, I try and pay attention more when I, when I, I meet people and I yeah. have that feeling just in case. Because, I mean, it really was every, every fucking sign in the book. Yes. But it was also subtle. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, it was just great. But I've heard people tell me that people stop, have been stopped on the street by people and they've been told information or got a message. You know what I'm saying? You know, I feel like that's probably, you know, I feel like I'm forgetting stories that just happen to you. Don't smoke weed, children. Just don't do it. (laughs) My fucking memory. Um, Because I I feel like that has happened a couple times and I I have two that come to mind. Okay. But that are just like, one was like just legit, like someone like sent me some help. The other one was like kind of weird. But Mm -hmm. um, before I get into that, I did have just like, so, I mean, you've been working with Michael for a really long time. Yes. Um, So just to kind of go over things for people that may not be super familiar with him. Right. He is like usually depicted wielding his his sword which a lot of times we hear michael and his fiery sword but yes and the paintings i've seen his sword's never on fire but it's like he's got his foot like on the devil's face and he's getting ready to like kill the devil right uh so he he that is his symbol is like the fiery sword of the sword right and when you said he's in the southern quarters it's when we call our circles and our quarters and stuff, and we've talked about this in the Elements episode. Yes. But it's like, so he is in the south, which is represented by fire. Hello, fiery sword. And it's represented by the color red. Right, exactly. Okay. Yes. So just for those of you that maybe are listening for the first time or something like that, that's kind of what it is. But um, you've worked with him, obviously, before you met him. Yes, right? yes, absolutely. Do you, do you feel like since that encounter has your workings with him been a little bit more powerful or anything different well and more like i'm when i'm when i'm reading people he shows up in my people's readings because Mm -hmm. he wants to help them in some area of their life that needs that motion motivation courage strength victory victorious attainment protection lust you know because he rules all of the fire energy he also rules war you know Mm -hmm. because he's a warrior as well so he shows up a lot of my people's readings. So, no, I don't think anything has changed. It just blew my mind. Yeah. It just no, that's, <laughs> I, I think that's really cool. It's like, you got you got to meet, like, one of your spirits. Like, Ooh, legit. Like, that's God. really intense. It's really so cool. intense. But it just, I mean, people, I'm telling you for months, were telling me, you look amazing. And he just really was a positive uh, outcome as far as that goes. You know what? That's kind of cool too, just because it's like, I mean, obviously he's an angel and not a, how do you say, a, a human? He's not a human. Yeah, a but human. He's an angel. <laughs> but, um, I, like that saying, like, never meet your heroes, you know, like sometimes I wonder if that kind of pertains to deities and spirits. Because, like, you know, when you read, especially like when we get into like old mythology, like Greek mythology, they're, they're all pretty fucking driven by their dicks and by ego. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't know if I'd really want to meet any of them. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like I'd lose that mysticism and that respect, but it sounds like you had a really like good and like positive experience with him. Yeah, I did. It was definitely positive. It left me like I don't know. It just left me flabbergasted for a very long time after that. That's and awesome. I never shared that. I don't share that story with too many people. Now the world knows because I didn't want people to think I was crazy. But I'm telling you the truth. This did yeah. happen. Yeah, everything I told you is absolutely true. You know what? I, I bet now that people have like heard some of your stories, they're gonna be like, "Wait, they're gonna they're gonna rethink some of yes. some of their own experiences." You know what I mean? I mean, did you ever hear stories? I mean, I've read countless stories about you know someone on the verge of, of stepping into the street and something pushes them back from yeah. getting hit by a car, like a, like an angel pushes them back, um, you know, or in the water they're gonna drown and some you know something something pu- pulls them yeah. up and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like just yeah. uncanny. So. I know people out there have had these encounters. I know 100%. that. I had one that was pretty cool. And this was in 2009, 2010 or so maybe. Uh, I, I worked in West Hollywood at this animal hospital. And I had a car that was as, as old as me. Mm. So it was it was way past its prime. Like I needed a new one and I was just holding on for dear life. And I feel, feel like we've all been there at least yes, once, right? Absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I was driving down Santa Monica, and I was in a great mood. I just got my tax return. I was like, I'm going to fucking give this car a tune-up. And it's like the car fucking heard me. I was like, no, you're not. And it just died. Oh, my God. Right in the middle of fucking Santa Monica Boulevard. <sighs> and I'm like, okay. 
what do I do? And it took, and I, I grabbed my phone and I grabbed my purse and I'm watching all these cars fly past me. And so, and I was right in the middle of the goddamn street. So I, I put on my hazard lights and I'm watching all these cars pile up behind me. And I'm like, do you think I have two blinkers on and the car's going to split in half? What's happening? So everyone starts honking at me and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm going to get hit. So I just grab my stuff and I get out of the car and I run to the sidewalk and I'm still trying to grasp everything that just happened and I'm just staring at the car and I'm just like kind of like shit and I'm like okay and I'm digging through my wallet looking for my AAA card and I just stopped and I was like I really just need some help getting this car out of the middle of the street before somebody hits it like I know I need to get a new one but someone's gonna plow into this shit and I just I need to get it onto the damn like side of the road but I can't do it by myself Mm. and this guy was riding up the street and he sees my car and he's on a bike and there's plenty of other people because you know it's west hollywood it's really right. busy there's a spectacle because there's a piece of shit car dead in the middle of the road so everyone's kind of staring at it and maybe i must have just looked more distraught or something i don't know but he like picked me out of the crowd that's on a bike and gets off the bike and goes is that your car and I, I said yeah and he's like okay let's let's go move it he's like you go get in and put it on neutral and steer it for me we're gonna we're gonna move it across the street and i said okay and he just threw his bike down and we go and, and we, we steer it over to the other side of the street, you know, so now it's like facing this way. And so he runs across the street and he grabs his bike and I just looked at him. I'm like, thank you so much. Like, I, I was so worried. Thank you. And he was like, no worries. I didn't wear my cape today. But then here was the thing is that he rode back in the direction he came in. So he How was weird. on his like, bike and he stopped, he helped me, and then it's like he turned around and went back home. Like it was he was sent to you. He was he was sent to me. Like right after I was like, I really need help. I just I just need to move the car. I don't need it to start. I just I need it to move across the street before oh, it God. gets hit. And within like two minutes There he was. Yeah, and he mm. was just so nice and it was just like I was just so like the whole time that he was helping me, I felt like emotional because this, he was just so nice and this was exactly what I needed mm-hmm. in that moment. And it was just it was really trippy. Cause, and then I watched him just like right off in the same direction he came in and I think I went home that night and at the time Ricky and I were just dating and I told him I was like I think this is like an angel or something dude like why was what was he doing just driving around on his on his bike looking for a good deed for the day like what like he mm. came just for me to help me with my car I just remembered another thing that happened this was like when the green man store just opened and they were having their first off-site ritual for May Day I'll never mm-hmm. forget and I was so psyched about it because it was going to be a camp out overnight. And I was like so excited. And I got really, really sick. I ended up having intestinal blockage, which could kill you. Oh, my God. So I was in the hospital for a while. I missed the whole thing. Anyway, I was really sick. I was so sick. But finally, that all got remedied. But anyway, when I got home, I couldn't go back to work because I was very weak from being in the hospital and... It was a mess. And then one night I'm laying in my bed. This is up in Sunland. And I look in the corner and I see this angel-like being just in the corner, like just standing there. Just standing there. I'm like, oh. Just like in like prayer. Like yeah, their like hands just like in prayer. prayer mode. Yeah. Were they and, all sparkling? Were they like no, emitting light? Or no, just no, there? no. It was just there. And I look over there in the corner. I was like, okay, I wonder who sent that angel to like look over me. You know, because mm-hmm. I was alone. None of my. By the time I got home from the hospital, my kids dumped me and left because they were done with me because I'm such a bad patient. So no one was there. So the next time I went to ritual, I said, okay, who sent me the angel? Mm -hmm. And everybody looked at each other like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. So to this day, I still don't know. I guess it was... I don't know. I don't know who it was. There was an angel there. Just there watching him? Yeah. Just protecting me. Were you on drugs? Um, No. (laughs) I wasn't. Not at that point. I'm sorry. I have to be a skeptic a little bit. No, of course. Of course. Do but. you know any... All right, so that that is one thing. Um, I know a lot of people like to use psychedelics to try and, like, enhance this spiritual experience. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's not real, because I think that it can be. Right. I think a lot of times people are, are doing it under that facade, but just, like, doing drugs. Like, I remember meeting this one guy once, and he told me that him and his girlfriend, like dropped acid all the time for like meditation and oh, i'm like wow. something just tells me that lsd isn't very like high vibrational um but have you what is your view on having spiritual experiences or like if you're like inebriated in, in that kind of way like well, beyond just being kind of stoned or kind of tipsy like 
How do you feel? I don't know about that. I mean, but look at ayahuasca. I mean, yeah. that totally gives you a, a spiritual experience. People mm-hmm. hallucinate or they actually see their spirit totem or they're, they see Yeah, different. I mean, like people have used peyote and mm-hmm. I think even um, what in the books that, that you read us in Circle sometimes yes. actually talks about that. It talks about peyote and ayahuasca and I think like mescaline or something. Mushrooms or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, something. I think anything in a controlled situation where you're not like just high off your ass could be a spirit could work into a spiritual experience because it will open your mind expand your mind right so and guys we're not saying to, to go do, do it. it no no we're not saying that no i don't i personally don't feel like it's necessary because all of the i i mean i may not have had a lot of spirit encounters where they're like humans 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 you i haven't had a lot of human spiritual experiences but I, I I have had a lot of weird shit happen. A lot of spiritual stuff happen to where it's not even a question of faith anymore. It's just like I've I've, I've seen some weird shit, mm-hmm. and I've done all of that stone cold sober. Mm-hmm. So right. you don't need to do drugs if you are gonna do them. Be smart. Like have yeah. someone watching you. Have someone know. Don't be sneaky. Don't get it from a weird source. Yeah, you know, like that does that isn't what you need to do. And especially if you're just starting out on this path, like do all of it sober before you even decide right what happens there. next. Yeah. Well, just here's a just a life lesson in general that I tell a lot of my young clients and stuff. Anything in excess is no good. Anything, food, mm-hmm. water, drugs, you know, anything, exercise. So you have to think about that. You have to be smart mm-hmm. and, and know the limitations. Yes. So you'd be a responsible druggie or a responsible drunk, <laughs> yes. basically. But 100%, 100%. If you can remember that rule of thumb, anything in excess is no good, you'll be you'll be fine. I, I it's, it's a joke now, kind of. I don't even know where I got this from, but I picked this up. And, like, everyone at the Green Man knows it. As they leave, every day when I'm leaving work and I always go, bye, guys, make good life choices. Right. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. <laughs> I, I just say make good life choices. I tell my cat that every time I leave the house. The one time I didn't, I ran back in to get something. He was, like, all tangled up in the curtain. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so it's like you need to tell him good life choices. But, like, sometimes, yeah. like, I don't, if I'm about to do something and I'm like, mm, I'm like, I always go, like, is this a good life choice? Yeah. Is it a good life choice? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, just, just make good life choices. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Be smart. Be yeah. smart. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's a good one. That's one of my, mm-hmm. my life lessons I teach a lot of people. I like that one. Yeah. I like that Simple, one. Simple, but real. I, yes. I have one that kind of like some of yours where I'm like, well, what the fuck does this mean? And yeah. it was... It was a weird one. So I, I've talked about my burlesque show a little bit on the show before. Um, so I co-produce a burlesque show in Los Angeles called Bell Book and Candle. And we're a witchy burlesque show. And, you know, yeah, yeah, we have like rituals on stage and stuff. It's really fun. It's not something that is like a green man ritual or anything. It can be a little gimmicky, yeah. you know, but that's part that's of the, the fun. Idea. Yeah, because yeah, you don't want anything super serious. It's a burlesque show. No, you want to see no. boobs and have a good time. And on this particular one, we knew that I, I was emceeing the show, so I was hosting this one. And I knew that there was a, a bridal party that was coming to it. And it was like the bride and the groom. They hadn't gotten married just yet. And they were having like a whole like night out with their bridal party and stuff. And they had, they had sent me an email and let me know. So I brought my broomstick with me. Mm-hmm. And so before we went into intermission, I pulled the bride and groom to be on the stage and I made them like, ride the broomstick and oh, like fun. hump it i was like i'm gonna teach you guys an ancient magical practice on how to keep a happy marriage and i made them straddle I'm like you have to ride it and they're like trying to ride. i'm like no you ride it and so it's like this whole thing about you know gyration and like this whole joke and so you know it was, it was funny and stuff like that and we wish them a blessed marriage and all, all of those wonderful things and then we went on to intermission, and so I went out onto the patio because we have vendors out there. So I was talking to some people and just chit chatting. And to kind of paint a scene for you of what our audience is like, it's lots of really, really pretty goth people mostly. Like it's a sea of black, yes, and black hair and glittery makeup, and that's kind of what it is. Like sometimes people will be in in colorful clothes, but it's very like witch adjacent, very Stevie Nicks or something. You know, yeah. it's 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 got that witchy gothic vibe. And then there's this lady that looked like a fucking soccer mom. She was wearing khakis and a polo shirt that had 
these horizontal stripes on it. It was like white and navy blue stripes. So she was wow. wearing this polo shirt with these stripes and khaki. So she just stuck out, out yeah. like a sore thumb. It's just like, and I saw her and I'm like, what? Who is like, she? Yeah. Who is she? Yeah. And at the time, the show was still relatively new. So not that I knew everyone there, but I knew a lot of people. And the ones I didn't know probably came with someone else because we we're still just like a couple months old at this point. And um, I'm looking at her. I'm like, I have no idea who you'd be hanging out with because you literally look like you just picked up your kid from like a Beverly Hills daycare or something. And she had this really thick accent. And she goes, you're really, really funny. You're very, very funny. And I was like, oh, thank you. And the whole time I'm like, you look so fucking out of place here. She's like, you're very funny. I'm like, thanks. She goes, now I know why the Strega ride a broomstick. And she said it like kind of funny, but like real serious. Like the Strega ride the broomstick. I know why. And I'm like, oh, ha, 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 like, thank you. And she's like, ha, ha, and she just walked away. And then it dawned on me. I never said I was a Strega. I didn't say shit about Strega. Oh, I didn't wow. say anything about being Italian. I, nothing that would have done that. So I was like, hey, How wait a minute. Know? How did she know that? So I, I looked back up because I was like, ha, ha, and I looked down, and I had that, like, moment in my head of, like, I never said that. And I looked up because I want to be like, how did you know I was a Strega? And she was fucking gone. Yeah. See? And I looked around because I was obviously there the rest of the I walked around because we still had another good 10 minutes of intermission and I was on a mission to find to her. find this lady and she was gone and I talked to all of the cast. I talked to everyone that I saw that I knew at the show. I'm like, does this lady Come like, match? Yeah. yeah. Like, do you know her? Does she match a description of someone that you've seen in passing? And everyone's like, no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Wow. And so... I have no no idea yeah, what that was all about. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. That's definitely yeah, like so, an encounter. Yeah, so I felt like that was a spirit encounter. I don't know what it meant. I mean, maybe right. my spirit guides approve of my MC abilities. <laughs> yeah, maybe I need to get into stand up. I don't know, <laughs> but like, I mean, it was cool. It, it was fun. It was just one of those things that was really confusing, and that one really sticks out. So when you had given me a call and said like, "Hey, let's let's do an episode on this," that was the first thing I thought of. Yeah, was her, and right. and then I thought of my superhero bicycle riding car moving dude. Yeah, yeah. But it was trippy, you know. You read, you. I hear about stories like that all the time. Mm. You know about people's. You know, all of a sudden they step in, or and 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 then all of a sudden they're gone. You know, and that's how it usually happens. I feel like, I feel like, like I said, universe and spirits, they got jokes. And they mm-hmm. have their own sense of humor that I just, I do not get. Um, and I think a lot of times they talk in riddles, like, and maybe you can get this, because like, you know, hi, I'm intuitive, like, duh. But I, I know that, but it's so much more direct and easier when I'm talking to someone else and finding some shit for them. My yeah. spirit guides are like, oh, X, Y, and Z. But then when it's for me, it's a riddle, and I need to jump through all of these hoops to try and figure out what it is. They can't just be like, hey, you're in danger, girl. They don't do that. They're like, hey, here's like a repeating number. Like, figure it out. Like, yeah. you know, so they're, they're vague because they think it's fucking funny. So I kind of wonder, like, is there something more... Like, in these experiences that we don't know that's just, like, vague as shit because they think it's funny and they want us to figure it out. Maybe, yeah. Or, yeah, I know my spirit guard wants me to figure shit out. Sometimes he doesn't want to give me any information if he's in the mood, my little Virgo man. So, yeah, he wants me to figure it out. Virgos are the fucking worst, can <laughs> I just say? They are so evil. Virgo boys. Uh, yeah. We're yeah. saying that because Ricky is here shaking his head disapprovingly because he's a Virgo. <gasps> You know, I have one more thing. <laughs> now, I just thought about this one. This was the most bizarre thing. Um, I went to visit my high priest back east with and a friend of mine, Irene. And um, we went and we met halfway in this little town somewhere between New York and Pennsylvania. And it was a quaint little town. It was uh, during the week, so a lot of the stores were not open. Mm-hmm. But the best part about being in that little town and out of New York and out of Pennsylvania is because... Um, my flowers were in bloom and I found my lilacs and my lily of the valley so I was thrilled to death but we went into this little store and my high priest Vinny uh, he just noticed that the store is very kind of magical a little witchy it was like it had antiques all over and the little guy that was behind the counter in his little suit like all dressed up with his little suit and his little tie and just hanging out and you know um, and uh, Irene brought me a chain which I'm wearing today on my neck because I broke my chain and I always wear my pentacle on my neck. Anyway, so we bought that 
And it wasn't until I got home that I realized that that little man in that shop looked exactly like my spirit guide. That is so cool. Exactly. And I was like, holy fuck. That is, that is like, did you feel any different when you were in there? No, I was so stupid. Just... It was like, just like, I, I mean, I, he was a such, such a sweet man, you know, he was, well, I don't not saying my spirit guard's not sweet. He's more sarcastic than my spirit <laughs> But he was like such a kind man. and But he looked exactly like him. The bald head, the whole kit and caboodle, little suit, everything. I'm just imagining adorable little bald men and babushka ladies. Like, we oh. really need to try and create an art piece for oh you out of God. this. Oh, my God. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. So that was my like last one. But I'm waiting for a big one to come. I'm due. You know, I'm due. since I thought about all this and I was thinking, because I know so many people that have had like interesting, yes. not to say that my two experiences weren't interesting, but I mean, like I said, I'm sure I've had more weird little things happen, but nothing that's really sticking out. Those are the two that really stick out to me. Mm-hmm. And I got mad about it. I, like I said, I got fucking mad. I was like, this is it. Like, you, that's all you guys want to give me. I have to live this life and people think I'm fucking nuts all the time and you can't even show up in your meat suit to make me feel a little validated. Right. No. I deserve a spiritual visit, a close encounter of the spiritual kind. Yes. And I'm just going to like add on to that because I always tell people you got to be specific because universe got jokes. It has to be a positive one, a nice one. There you go. Yeah. Like, you don't give me some weird shit. Don't give me some scary shit. Do something nice. And give you and let, let us figure out the message, of course, if there is one. What are you trying to tell us? Yeah, we're not good with riddles. If you want to tell us riddles, you should have blessed us with that kind of critical thinking skill, you dicks. Yeah. I mean, just like give us the information and be be clear. I mean, sometimes I don't want to figure out shit, you know? Sometimes I want the answers, you know? Uh, well, especially that this, it's time. It's time for what? Exactly. I kind of love the story about the creepy lady going into the mirror. That is the most bizarre. I mean, it's terrifying. I'm really glad I wasn't there. But the more I think about it, I think it's hilarious. But yeah. it's because I wasn't there. Because that kind of gave me the heebie-jeebies when you're talking about it. Well, I still know some of my students that were there that day. And they always bring that story up. The babushka lady. That is so remember crazy. Remember the How can I forget? <laughs> Do you remember that? How can I forget girls? Of course I remember that. It, it was the most bizarre thing. That is so crazy. We, I want to hear some stories from our listeners, though. I'm sure there's tons of them out there. Yes, guys. I want you to write us. Like, we, again, you can follow us on Instagram, Wine Spirits and Witches, and you can send us a DM there. Or you can email us, Wine Spirits and wine spirits and witches at gmail.com and like we announced on the last show we're actually going to start having our ask a Strega instead of it being an hour-long episode once a month we're going to start doing a hopefully weekly mini-sode the um consistency of it how often it happens depends on how often you guys are sending us stories and questions and I want both. I love the questions because they're great. I want some stories. Yeah, I want some stories, yeah, too. Yeah, give us some ghost stories. Give us some close encounters of the spiritual kind. I want to hear about the time that your high priestess almost lit herself on fire in circle because that happens to us all the time. Yeah, but and you know what? <laughs> and you know what? I finally figured out. Remember, you know that. I've said it before. Fire follows me wherever I go. Mm-hmm. I just kind of like make the connection. Fire. Who's fire? Well, oh shit, there you go. Michael follows everywhere you go. Well, you bless the whole circle with that. Yes. Because we have a new girl and she almost lit herself (laughs) on fire. Yes. And... And then, and then one of us, I think, I think it was one of our coven brothers, was like, "Don't worry, you're not really part of this coven until you've set yourself on exactly. fire like Be, once. Get used to it. Yes. Yeah, it's a thing. It's just a thing. I mean, how many times I've always set myself on fire? We set the floor on fire at an open ritual one time. It was oh my just, god. Yeah, Vinny was there that time. Oh my god. Yeah. It sounds it was, like something <laughs> you would do, Monica. Was it your fault? Uh, Were you I, involved? Maybe it might have been. It might have been my fault. Someone spilled the alcohol, and they, they, yeah, there it's you a, go. There's nothing like watching Monica try and light fucking god and goddess candles, and like she's got these bell sleeves on her ropes, and they're just swinging dangerously close to the spirit flame, and you're like, my head priestess is gonna come out of this extra crispy. And Ah. you're looking, but it's like you're across the circle, so you're, like, trying to dive over there to help her, but you can't move counterclockwise, so you have to go around the circle the long way, so you just really have to hope that someone else catches her before she's fried. And you know what's really funny? (laughs) When the altar goes on fire, like, everybody in in the circle doesn't do anything. Like, no one doesn't. Like, will someone put out the fire, please? You know what? One of the guys, can you put out the fire? Yeah. 
Yeah, that can be their job because I yes. feel like the boys in the coven don't have enough jobs. Right, exactly. The put angry the feminist fires. in me like has a problem with that. Yeah. So yes, they can put out the fires. Also, maybe we should consider just putting a small fire extinguisher in our ritual <laughs> supplies. Space, just in case. I Okay, so we always talk about, and we have, especially in the beginning, we have like our magical tools of the trade or whatever we call it, which is bag of tricks, I think. Yes. So we're going to have a, a, an edit right now into that of the other magical tool that you have to have in your, your kit is a fire extinguisher. There you go. Especially with our coven. Yes. <clears throat> and yes. if you need to know the magical purpose of it, I'm going to say that it's for longevity. <laughs> and for safety. <laughs> yes, it's protection, longevity, especially for the higher up ranking members of your coven so that your high priestess does not Catch become extra crispy. Yeah. So instead Ooh. of just like spraying your high priestess with it, unless she's actively on fire, you can just like... Just have like a little symbol on your altar for it. Yeah, <laughs> It'll something. Just be a new like HPS oh blessing. <laughs> yeah, so crazy. Uh, we want to hear your stories though. We want to hear what kind of spiritual encounters have you had? If it was something like we've had, I've had some trippy dreams. Uh, maybe at some point we'll do an episode just on dreams. dreams but yes. this one is all about the the meat suit kind of encounters the the human the in, kinds yeah in flesh encounters yes i'm not letting that human thing go yeah all right i see you're trying to ignore it yes. it's there uh, i got it <laughs> so send us your stories wine spirits and witches at gmail.com don't forget to follow us on instagram wine spirits and witches and don't forget we also have a monthly raffle for a reading with us and it only costs a dollar to enter right and you can enter as many times as you want and this is going to be something that goes on once a month so you can venmo us you can venmo me at intuitive shauna and just make sure that it says raffle on it so that i know and you will be entered into it and we will be drawing a name on the first of the month on our uh instagram page like we'll do a little video of it in our stories that announces it and we'll put it in our facebook group yes and we also we have a facebook group we have like a good amount of members in there yeah, join our facebook group Please join it so, you know. Yeah, you can look us up. It's Wine Spirits and Witches. We don't have one of those official Facebook fan pages, but we do have a group right now. And it's cool because Monica and I are both on Facebook, so we've been able to actually, like, chit-chat with people, yes, exchange yes. recipes, and... Pictures, I've, everything. Yeah, I've really loved it. I've, I've really loved getting to know everyone and talking to them a little bit more. We've got a really cool little we WSW do. coven. I we love it. We have a great group of people listening to us, really amazing people. You guys are the shit. Yes. You guys are the shit. Who's your shout out, woman? You know, I'm going to shout out to our friend, Irene. She's been going through a little bit of a hard time right now, and I know she listens to the podcast. So we love you, girl. We, I didn't know she listened to the podcast. Yeah, she listens. She makes me smile. She is always the first one to like every post that we put up on Instagram. Yes. And she's like just always there. And so I love it. I love you, Irene. I actually had a dream about her last night. You did? It was weird. I had a dream that Ricky and I were in Thailand. I don't know why we were in Thailand, and Ricky was just mad that we weren't back in Hawaii. But Irene was there, and she was like, I was like, oh, like, Ricky's annoying me because he's mad that we're not in Hawaii. And she's like, it's fine. Come drink champagne with me, and we're going to go repot these plants. And I'm like, okay. And then she kept trying to make me repot this plant, but there was, like, a worm in it, and hi, Shauna doesn't do bugs. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not touching that until the worm moves. She's like, that's fine. Just drink some champagne. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was my Irene dream, but... I, I will say that I miss being on the East Coast, mm -hmm. and I want to go back. Yes. So I'm placing my order with you, Monica. You need to make that happen. Okay. So we need to, we need to, I need pizza. Yes. I need, oh, God, yes. Please. I need nature. Yeah. Ricky needs pizza. See, we, <laughs> we, we have uh, brainwashed Ricky as well because, and you know, the people that I talk, and I, and I know the people at the store are sick of me talking about pizza and how good it is on the East Coast, especially Hovick. He, get, he gets an attitude right away because he, he's very defensive of California, I guess, and he's so sick of me <laughs> talking about good food from the East Coast. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, so. You know, I would like to, like, actually do some research before we go to the East Coast next time to, like, go to some, like, really good restaurants because other than the pizza and the Italian food, there's a place in the Bronx called Dominic's I think ah it was amazing yeah and yeah. it was like family style serving so it was like yeah. these giant things but they were like just like these long like folding tables like put together you know so you never knew exactly who you were gonna sit next to you know but there's no menu oh wow and so and then there's usually like this big ass fucking line 
So it's like huge and it's just like kind of janky and tight inside. So if you need to know what's on the menu because you don't know what Italian food is, I guess, like there's like a little tiny sign at the way back of the restaurant by the bathrooms. And this dude will come up and like take your order. And I think it was like some like somebody like when I looked up online it so something about like like it's kind of like mafioso. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But like the dude like I mean I think what it was was like I think his Italian was like his predominant language. Like he didn't look like he spoke. He understood what we were saying. Like but like it just it, it looked like he was like kind of like mm, and he was really young and maybe I was also just being biased at that point because I knew uh-huh. that. Um, that Yelp review or whatever said he was, like, in the mafia. I was like, oh, I'm so spooky and Italian yeah. right now. Give me a bottle of Chianti and let's yeah. pop some horse's head off and stick oh it in God. my bed. <laughs> yeah. oh my but God. the food was so fucking good. Yeah, I bet. But outside of that, like, I feel like I didn't do, like, a good foodie tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of the East Coast, but the... Italian food is some mm. A-plus stuff, and the pizza was delicious. But in Hovick's defense, and in California's defense, Monica, we have yummy pizza. It's just not... California pizza. It's California pizza, but that doesn't mean it's bad. Stiff dick well, pizza actually, is okay. We like stiff dicks once in a while. I like them, but not to eat them, okay? Not <laughs> not in my pizza, okay? Ugh. So, who's your shout-out to, girl? My shout-out today, and I actually really thought about thought about this one um my shout out is to jason my work husband's boyfriend okay i love jason i know that he listens to the show and he actually listens because he loves us and he wants to hear what we have to say whereas hovick listens to the show because he, he wants can. to no, no he wants to he like... wants to listen to the show because he wants to hear you humming <laughs> Well, that has not been happening lately. It, but it has happened. And, like, you can tell because Hovick will come in and he just has such satisfaction. Because ah. he's like, dude, I come to work and I blare your fucking podcast. He goes, because I'm trying to hear her humming or drumming on something. And I asked him, I'm like, well, do you hear it? And he's like, once in a while, I do. And it makes me feel fucking satisfied. Like, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> but I, my my shout out is to Jason. I love Jason. I do too. Hi Jason. Love you guys. Hi Jason. We love you. You are magical as shit. You are funny as shit, and just and all sweet of the as things. shit. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, we just love sweet. you. And you know what, Jason? I love that you and me can complain about the same things and pick on our our dude for the same things. And I think that's why we don't hang out that much because I feel like Hovick is like they're too bitchy in a similar way. I can't have them gang up on me. Right. I also love that me and Jason both really love Taco Bell. Oh, okay. It's like our thing. So we're going to start having Taco Bell dates. Bad Mexican food for the win. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) So on that note. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Yes. And merry meet. Merry part. And and merry merry meet meet again. again.